Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Nelson and Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because God is faithful. Amen. He is faithful to his promises and I'm just glad about that today it encourages my heart just to sit and meditate and reflect on how awesome my God is and I have nothing to fear amen I want to start my good morning shout outs starting with my loving husband Pastor Johnny White of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church and good morning to our Olive Grove Church family and also a special good morning to my honoree sponsors Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife Linda. I pray that everyone feel encouraged in the Lord today. I know there's a lot going on in the land and I pray that I can encourage your heart today but I just pray that you've been walking and talking with the master. Amen. I pray that you've been seeking God's face for what you need to do in such a time that we live in. Oh, the variant is prominent in the land and my job is making decisions based on the numbers which are going up. And I pray that the people of God, that we are girded and that we are staying on our knees, praying without ceasing, that we will hear from the father about how to maneuver come on and operate in such a time that we live in so to God be the glory this morning and um, we I just want to share a scripture and and I've been thinking more and meditating on more well how can I encourage the hearts of God's people in such a time that we live in and I am I am I know without a doubt that there are aspects of the word of God that's for every season of our lives. Anybody be a witness with me? Whatever you're going through, you can find it in the word of God to encourage you and somewhat give direction when you're in the crossroads of life and trying to make life-changing decisions. Amen. But this particular scripture, I think, is very relevant. And I'm sure you've heard this before. I'm used to encourage our hearts in such a time that we live in. If you would go with me to Exodus 12, Exodus 12, and I want to go starting at verse one. I'm going to read a lot because I think all of this is that I want to read this, that that I've highlighted here is relevant, again, relevant. Um, It's about the Passover and Passover and Exodus 12, and I'm reading the King James Version. And the word of God reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year. 
Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the house, and wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in the night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with the bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden of all the water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And he shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning he shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you, destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. I read all the verses I desired to read one through 13. And I just want to encourage us with these scriptures. Um, God just quickly brought that to my remembrance uh, five minutes before I needed to be um, do my radio spot. Um, and what I'm feeling, and at the time that he brought this back to my remembrance, is that he gave the children of Israel instructions on what to do to prepare themselves for the plague of the death angels that will come through the land of Egypt. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn. This is what God has instructed Moses. And, and he gave him instructions to give his people to save them. And when I thought about all the steps they had to go through, they couldn't just go get any lamb and put the blood on the doorpost. It couldn't be any other animal. God was very specific um, with Moses to share with the people as to how to save their household when the plague came. When he came through the land of Egypt on a particular night, he would smite the firstborn in the land of Egypt both man and beast. It wasn't just the people, it was the beast as well. And he said, and against all the gods of Egypt, I would execute judgment. Um, I, I, it, you, you heard what I read. There were things they need to do, not just go get a, 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 a lamb without blemish, 
without spot. It had to be a certain lamb, had to be cut, blood put on the doorpost, and they had to eat it a certain way, shoes on, girded. It was strict instructions here. And I just want to encourage us. I'm not going to preach about vaccine or not vaccination or what are you doing to, to sort of guard yourself in the pandemic that we're in. But I just want to encourage you in the word of God that God prepared his people. He put something in place to protect them for what he was getting ready to do for judgment in the land. Um, I just want to know what you're doing. What has God said to you? And this is what Moses, God told Moses and Moses told the Israelite for them to do. But have you heard from God? And I often hear people saying, well, I don't trust the government and, and I don't trust what may be in the vaccine. And I understand that I'm skeptical of several things in my life. I'm skeptical of cigarettes. I'm skeptical of alcohol. I'm skeptical of foods that I get from fast food restaurants. I'm skeptical of food I get in a restaurant. I never know what the cook is doing and you dare not make them mad before you get your food. That's just a joke. My husband and I have with each other. I'm skeptical of what's in the grocery store. I'm skeptical of a lot of things things. I'm skeptical of the police. I'm skeptical sometime of what my, some of my employees may tell me. I'm skeptical of a lot of things, but I cannot live in fear. And I have to use sound judgment. I have to use spiritual discernment in this land because if we be honest with ourselves, we can, we are slowly being poisoned by the earth itself, pollution and, and the foods and how things are being processed at the processing plant and being packaged and put in the grocery stores. Uh, there's certain things going on behind the scenes that we don't always know about that where our lives could be put in danger or we could be home doing things harmful to ourselves. Uh, um, there's several things um, we should be skeptical about. We should be skeptical about the sin that we're committing in our lives that our soul may be in danger. Uh, we need to be skeptical about a lot of things, uh, about the backbiting we're doing and the judgment that comes behind that, the fornication, the adultery. Oh, there's so many things we need to be skeptical about in terms of what it may do to our mortal body or our soul. And we choose certain things um, and we get on the path of that when we got other things um, that we're willing to do with no regard for our well-being. And so I just want to encourage our hearts that the children of Israel here was given specific things to do to save them in the time that God would come through. Ah, death would come through the land of Egypt. And they did those things and their household was saved. And again, I'm not preaching to go get the vaccine. I'm just saying you sound judgment. If you call yourself a Christian and you're not going to get the vaccine, just make sure it ain't because of what somebody told you that you seeking God's face for yourself. And if God tell you don't take it, um, then you do what thus says the Lord. But if you are going off of what people are telling you and your skepticism about taking the virus, then you need 
to apply that skepticism to every aspect of your life. So if you won't take the vaccine and you're a drunk, uh, I shouldn't say drunk, and you're a drinker, then you need to gauge the harm that you're, you're intaking every single day of your life before you rule out a shot of a vaccine to guard in a time of this. Again, I'm not preaching and telling anybody to go get the vaccine, but what I'm telling you is that you need to make sure that you're making the best decision for you and your house. Amen. Because the, the, the blood didn't go. Come on, somebody on individual skin. It was to cover the doorposts of the house. And, and, and in my decisions that I make, I need to make the decisions for my house. Um, who's in my house? Is there vulnerable people in my house? And so if, if I got vulnerable people when my husband and I were raising our children, we knew that there were certain things we had to do to protect our children. Um, there were certain things we just didn't say in the house because of the children, certain things we just didn't do. And still today, because we know God is listening, God is watching, but for your house, what's best for the house. So whatever decision you're making, you're making it for the house. This is not an individual thing here, just like it is in the days of Egypt. I'm talking to the, to the, to the people of God. Um, it's not an individual thing. You said, well, work out my own soul salvation. That is true because God, you have to answer for you. But when it comes to our living in the land of the living, uh, somebody, when it comes to you and yours, um, you got to think more about yourself. It went on the doorpost for who was in the house. You have to think about who's in your house. We got to make decisions based on what's best for our house, for our household, for our community. Whatever your decision you make, it needs to be for the house. Not for the individual. Getting the blood didn't go. You didn't put it on your forehead like we do the anointing oil. You didn't put it on your temple. You didn't wipe it on. You didn't rub it on your hands. You didn't put it on your arms. You didn't rub it on your clothes. It was for the doorpost of the house. Amen. And they shall take the blood and strike it on two side posts on the upper doorposts of the houses. I love this. This was for the house, which made up of the community of the people of God. The children of Israelite were all living in a community together. And it was on the doorpost. I just want us to think about this. I just want us to stay prayerful because there's so many vulnerable people. And for me to make a decision about me and not care about my husband and his well-being and my children and my, and my, and my older people in my life, for us to make decisions as leadership of the church, not caring about the elder members, the younger members, the middle-aged members, that whatever decision we're making, it has to be for the house. And to not do what Moses had instruction instructed them to do made the whole house vulnerable and we will reap the judgment when it comes. I just want to encourage our heart with the word of God today. Make your decision. Stay before the Lord as to what's best for your house, your community. Amen. I thank you for tuning in today and spending time with me. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. God loves you.